uno I'm not a Puerto Rican but I'm speaking so that you know And understand I got the gift of speech and it's a blessing So listen to the lesson I preach I talk sense condensed into the form of a poem Full of knowledge from my toes to the top of my dome I'm kinda young but my tongue speaks maturity I'm not a child I don't need nothing for security I get paid when my record is played to put it short Yes, finally. Last episode alert. Be aware, this is the final episode to my hip-hop miniseries, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you listened to all the episodes, and I hope maybe this sparked the conversation between you and your friends, or had uh, started you thinking, damn, that was a sudder for real. Anyway... Hope it started you thinking about other artists that maybe you didn't think to listen to and y'all was revisiting albums or artists or singles or whatever. Um, But, you know, I'm here. Shout out to me. Shout out to my co-hosts and guests. Um, I appreciate you motherfuckers helping me out. Because <laughs> um, I know I'm a bit stressful. Um... Because I'd be stressed. When I'm stressed, I stress everybody else out. Anyway, just thanks to thanks to all y'all. Thanks to SoundCloud for this option. Um, for letting me post my podcast. Every time I need to post. Um, it's not free. Um, it's that $15 a month. Like, I'm really paying $15 a month to post this shit. So, But anyway... Next episode, I'll be back with my regular um, topics and news and random facts and stuff like that. Let me catch up on a lot because, you know, obviously I missed a lot with this miniseries going on. And I'm going to be back in the studio, so it's going to be even more professional. I'm not going to be talking into my laptop with a fan in the background because it's still summer and it's still hot. Um, So, I hope you enjoy this last episode. Uh... We're going to start off with me and good old G-Shmoney talking wild about you Georgia niggas because y'all is ass. Okay, bye. So your favorite not so great rapper. And what I meant by that, like I didn't know how else to like kind of explain it was like, it's like just one rapper that's not a great lyricist, but makes great music. And it's just like, not it's not a bad lyricist. It's just not great. I don't know. Right. I know exactly what you mean. And the first person, like when I seen that, who I thought it was... Lil Uzi, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of him and his music, like, but he's not a, by my standards, a lyrical rapper, mm-hmm. but he makes great music, and he's a great artist, and he makes music that, like, I love to listen to every day, so I get exactly what you mean in that sense, I mean, I think he could agree, and, because he, I don't know, I, I think it goes back to who his influences are, like, Marilyn Mason, and or whatever his name is, and just all these other rappers who weren't really lyrical storytellers, mm. but more of creative and musical geniuses, so. Yeah, I don't really know too much about him, like, personally, like, you know, his background or anything. I just know he's, like, some of his, I don't even know a lot, I, don't, I know probably, like, a handful of some of his songs. Yeah. Um, so. I love to play his music, and I, I love to listen to his music, like, his music gets me hyped and puts me in a good mood all the time. Like, I've never really listened to a song by him that I don't like. Oh, another thing I kind of, I guess we could kind of talk about just for like a little bit. Like, I feel like, because you dance a lot. <laughs> right. 
and not a lot not a lot of people are like okay well no this kind of goes back to like a, a regional thing y'all like well for like males like boys period up here they all dance but in georgia they don't like not at all it's crazy because like a lot of the dances now are coming from Atlanta like all that like everything that everybody's doing is come from Atlanta but like regular people just like at at a party or whatever nope they're not dancing they're not moving like, I'm just, they're not moving girl. at all they're not moving they're not moving like even if they're dancing with a girl they're literally just standing there it's like crazy they're just standing there I think it's just like we all have more confidence like in this area and mm-hmm. The parties that we go to, like, everyone pretty much knows each other or knows of other people. It's not really, like, hostile or, like, scary, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to say, like, there isn't parties where it's mad dangerous, but everyone just, like, doesn't really care for that. Everyone comes for, like, one reason, and that's just to have fun. I feel like and down then, there, it's, it's like, um, this kind of goes into uh, more of, like, my personal thoughts of, like, the difference between up here and down there but um like i feel like it goes more into the ignorance i'm and they can be mad all they want because they know they're ignorant so I, don't, I don't care um like because they just want to feel like they're so manly just standing there and you know like that like if you move in like that's gay like the amount of like male hips that i've seen move since i've been up here like in 2014, like it's crazy. Like down there, they would see that and probably would call that gay. It's not gay at all. It's like there's nothing to like. How does that? How does that equal to you being gay? It doesn't at all. But that's just kind of. I feel like that's how I feel. Like it, it's like. I only see that's true because when I'm in Atlanta or southern places, I only really see dudes stroll if they're part of fraternity. But other than that, they don't like to like. They don't move. Man. That. And I guess it goes into like that's what attracts girls down there when you're more manlier and more mm-hmm. hood, I guess, and like not as loose and comfortable as we are. Yeah, no. like over here, like girls like the funny guys or the guys that are like entertaining and moving around. So I guess that's what sells. Yeah, like girls like the dudes who stand on the wall with a mad ass face. That's like so annoying. Like that's like I really don't. We don't want to move back there, but it's just it's just a total difference. Like it's so annoying and ill. Like I just, you just look at people and just like ill. Like why are you so boring? Like right. But anyway, let me go back to what I was talking about. I just had to interject because that was like dance is like a really big thing too. Like with hip hop and stuff. Um. But we we're not gonna talk about how you be jumping on people. But we gonna have to just skip past that because that's just not even that's not hip hop. That's just you. I don't know who. That's that's just you. Your three hype rappers, like, as in, like, you know, the people who are not lyricists at all, they just got good songs. Um, like, they low-key trash. I mean, not trash. I don't want to say trash, but you know what I mean. Well, the people who are on my list, well, some of them are, I mean, I say they're lyrical, but I don't know, I just, I, but not, like, in the sense that I like, I guess, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I'd say... Not in any particular order again. Gucci Mane, mm-hmm. Lil, and Meek Mill. Who was the Those second my... one? Huh? Who was the second one? Lil Wayne. Okay. And um, Meek Mill. Got it. Well, I didn't... Yeah, I could definitely see Gucci Mane, obviously. You know, like... Yeah, definitely. And, like, when, when Meek 
female makes songs like Dreams and Nightmares and stuff like that. That's why I see him as a hype rapper. But yes, that's still. He talks more about the streets and the struggle opposed to like real shit. Well, not not real shit, but like con um socially conscious conscious um music. And that's the type of rappers I like. Socially conscious people. Like KRS One. Huh? Like KRS One. Yeah, like KRS One. He's a great man, but yeah, and I just want yeah, bad people like starting from Fifty Cent. Yeah, and Jeez. I would just like to let it be known every time that Chuck D follows me on Twitter. So, shout out to oh, really? me. Yes, I, a lot of. My, for some reason, like, everybody says all the time, but, like, celebrities always notice my tweets. Like, I'm always getting retweeted or favorited or whatever, or followed, you know? But it's fun. And I'm glad you brought up Bumble Rappers, because you know the next list we getting into. Okay. And I asked only for three of... I, see, I don't want to call them mumble rappers because I feel like that's hella disrespectful. And I'm not that type of person. So I say three hype rappers. So they're not like the best lyricists, but their music gets you high. Like you can listen to their music and like really fuck with it and nod your head and listen to it in the car or at a party or when you're just chilling or while you're in the shower. So who's your like top so three? You, so you don't, you don't mean hype in a bad way. Oh, no, no, no. I don't mean, like, overhyped or anything. I meant just, like, you can get hyped to them. They're not good lyricists, but you can get lit to that song. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the three guys I picked are all right lyricists. Okay, um, so who, who who we got? We got? Well, of course. They got already won 21, 21, 21, 21. 21 Savage. She's always all right. It was really good. I'm not going to lie. It was better than I thought it would be. You know, I thought it would be, like, more trapped and more trapped and, like, Mm-hmm. You know, usual. <laughs> 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 I imagine you made the gunshot sound. It was actually really good, and it's even better when you're under some type of influence. Oh, yeah, I bet. Hmm. People who get my drift. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's definitely 21 I rocks with. Travis Scott. Travis Scott is really, like, hype. Like, I want to go to one of his concerts just to very into that energy. But his music's pretty dope for any type of mood. You know, he has that, 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 that trait that way. He can match you at any mood where you're at. Like, Travis is really good at that. And the third, you know, I mean, you could say he's hype and not, well, I'm not going to say him. I'm going to go with Ray Sturman. Ray Sturman. Bro, you, first of all, that's two people. So that's four. You got to choose one. No, I'll do your group. No, no, no. You have to, I said people, so you can't choose group unless you make more than one person. It's two people. I was gonna say French Montana before I said them, but French, okay, I, I can see that. Care. I can see that. I, I heard French in there because French is like French is not a lot of people listen to French, but you still play. You know what I'm saying like you have to be really hip hop and really street hip hop to listen to French. You know what I'm saying you played at a you know uh, not at, let's just say not at an all black party. Some people will feel out of place. You know what I'm yeah. saying like French is really cool and. Um, yeah, it's just a good switch up, you know, from time to time, you know. I feel like it's kind of like earlier today I was talking about um, Lloyd Banks. And I was like, you ain't a real Lloyd Banks fan if you ain't never sold crack. Because <laughs> I feel like 
If you avoid Banks Fund right now, then I feel like you you got some stories behind you. Are you avoid Banks Fund? I can't say that. <laughs> no, I can't. I couldn't call myself a boy Pink's fan. Um, you know what? I hesitated to give it to my man, but he's a great. All right, so I can't even consider him in this category. But like Asheroth, like I'm so disappointed. Like Damn, I, I mean, he did him. the right thing. He, I mean, he's a great rapper. Like I can't even consider. He's not a. It's not that he's not so great rapper, but. Like, He's just, just not um, there right because now. because he was doing the right thing with the industry. Like, he felt like a personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he can, he gets considered not so great, but I don't know. I feel like Asheroff is that category. Um, if not Asher, um, damn, which one man Asheroff didn't go out like that? It makes me so sad. Um, I forgot about him. Yo, right? Everybody forgets about him, bro. Like, I see my, my homie had him on the snap. He was like, he got to the point where so low where he was rapping at one of the bars at UTA, bro. Oh, no, you gotta so let sad. that go. You gotta let that go. Yeah, I was like, yo. But, like, I mean, he's still relevant, like, in the industry. But, like, like in terms of, like, shows and shit, like, he ain't getting no love. Like, zero fucking love. Yeah. Um, you know, like, who else is, I think is not so great of a rapper, but he's a, he's a decent rapper, but he isn't. What was the dude, the um, the white dude in the double XL for this one? Double XL just dropped one. Uh, Listen, I don't think Post Malone. Nah, but I enjoy oh. Post Malone songs. Oh, is he fat? No, skinny, skinny white dude. Um, shit, I'm gonna Google it. Hold on, hold on. Hell, I don't know who be on them damn covers. Why people um, choose them covers? Yeah, that song it was "I'm Just Pillow Talking with Your Bitch." You don't remember that shit? Mm-mm. You know that shit? I don't know that. Why oh, Lil Dicky. That's what oh. his name was. Dickie. Oh, the little Jewish boy. Yes, dog. Yes, Lil Dicky. Yeah, I remember him. That's I think he had a song I like. Like, like his sound. Like, he got bars. Like, I look, he's trolling everybody because I know he got bars stashed away. But, he, like, it makes it come off like he's not so great of a rapper. But, yeah, nah, I definitely think that nigga had bars. And I think he's a, he has a creative kind of his own little creative genius when it comes to the music and how he gets to the game. So that's that probably be my big one and that little dick you probably fit that category. He's probably the perfect person for that category. So like what's your take on Little Yachty and Lil Uzi and Future? Because I include Future that Twenty One Savage, um who else? I don't even All know. Right, so I go like this. Yachty straight buns trash. I can't even make no excuses. <laughs> no excuses for my man. Like absolute garbage. Um Future, Ew. it's just it's a lot of negative. Like it's not negativity, but he really ain't promoting shit. His beats is hard though. Um, I guess myself catching a couple of future tracks. Like there's very few. Like um, like for that monster based tape, he had a couple I find myself listening to. Uh, he got a, a couple of dope because he has his own. He, has, he technically has his own sound. I mean, it's technically that just regular rap, but he has his own sound. Mm-hmm. Um. 21 Savage, uh, I don't, I mean, I find myself listening to his shit, but, like, he, another one, is really just trash, but like, he ain't gonna last too long. Um, Uzi, uh, I will say I respect him for doing, like, remember that, that interview where he's like, I'm not a rapper, I'm a rock star? Like, I, I give him for respect for trying to do his own creative medium, mm-hmm. but in terms of rappers, like, 
he does nothing for me. I mean, he used to come to come to the Nike store all the time, and I actually know a couple of. I like I actually go to work with the nigga who produces his beats. Um, yeah, you know, Don Cannon produces a lot of Uzi's beats, and he, he my my homie Lau, he actually produces his beats as well. Um, so he used to come in the Nike store before he blew up all the time. You know what I'm saying? Do he look that crazy in real life? Like, does he look crazy? No, nah, I mean he don't he don't look or act that crazy in real life. Like a lot of that's just not like. Like before, I mean, he always had colored dreads, but like, he didn't look, he looked like a typical Atlanta nigga. Like, it wasn't like nothing outrageous. Um, but like, Lil yeah, I like his hype, I like his hype kind of tracks. They have his, he has a unique sound and I respect it for that. Mm-hmm. Not saying it's like, in terms of rappers, I wouldn't consider his bars quality or nothing like that, but I have respect for what his artistry is. Um, who else you got? Um, I, I, do you, do you consider Migos to be in that group? I like Migos. Um, they took the, I mean, technically, their style of rapping, I mean, some people can call it trash. It goes back to the thing where, like, people call it whatever the evolution is trash. Mm-hmm. They can call it trash. But, I mean, their style of rapping, they kind of, yeah, it's kind of weird and elementary in a sense, but I, I can rock with what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? I, I know a couple of their songs. I catch myself listening to that shit all the time. Um mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just because I'm in Atlanta, but... I think that has an effect. Yeah, it has an effect. Because, like, everybody, you know, they all over the place. But I have... have, There's another one that I expect their artistry for what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like they kind of created the the flow that everybody's doing the same thing of. They kind of created that. Yeah, like, they were... Yeah, they were a pioneer of whatever it is now. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. like... Yeah. You gotta respect it for what it is. Um... Another one, I think. Um, who would leave out? Playboy Cardi. Cardi, I can rock with. Cardi said his favorite rapper currency, so I close that Cardi for regardless of anything. Okay. Um, let me <laughs> see. How do you feel about these, this, um, these damn dance songs? Like that Rolex song, and they had the other one. Um... Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> oh, my God. They're just like immediate. Like, they're for like six-year-olds, bro. No, they're, they're, yeah, they're just a product of the media, the social media frenzy, like, like, that's all it is. Like, the only reason they get big is because niggas on social media do this shit to their dances, and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like, that's the only reason they're popular. They're not popular because they, it's like Soldier Boy shit, like, niggas is doing the Soldier Boy, not because it sounded good, but everybody wanted to do the dance, and, like, that's what it was. Like, it's, that's, that's its own separate genre, I consider it, of, not separate genre, but that's its own separate category of hip-hop, like. I mean, mm-hmm. as African Americans who typically listen to the music, you know what I'm saying? Or found mm-hmm. the music, da da da. Um, you know, dance is something we have in our, you know, gen- it's a generational thing. So, dancing and music and have, you know, dancing and all this stuff, it's, it's just elaborated into what this is now. It's just a form of it. You know, it's not the only form, but it's a form of it. So, that, yeah. that's just another side thing. I hate those, though, by the way. Later. Yeah, I feel like it's for like a certain demographic or like generation. Because my brother loved that song and he loved all that. What your daddy's song, whatever that song was. And niggas know every single bar, like every single like they know every single word. Seriously, like how do you keep it on after the dance is done? Like change it. That shit's trash. Tell me you wasn't doing the Soldier Boy back in middle school. Bro, I sure was. Exactly. So just all all the crank vets. What do you mean? (laughs) That was my that was my people, my generation. That's what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah, true. But, um. I just, 
I mean, it's like, I don't know how it, like, I really don't understand how, like, the hype shit transcended to be such a, at the forefront, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, everything that draws is hype shit. And I thought it was just because, okay, I'm in the college part of my life, you know, everything's about getting turned, da-da-da. Maybe that's because I'm around these people and that's the only thing that I'm listening to, da-da-da. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, like, we're not. just listening to it. Like, you know, we listen to Soulja Boy when we were, like, in middle school. Like, it's just a, you know, an age thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, really, like, you can definitely tell by the double XL covers the last, like, three. Mm-hmm. It's nothing but, like, hype news, the hype tracks, and, like, the, the dude, the, what's his name? XX Tinet. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, I forgot about him. How do you say oh, it? Tentacion? Tentacion? All right, dude is a complete bum. Like, Let's get this. Let me be a weird shit. Like, let me be a weird rapper way too fucking hard. Like, it don't even. Like, he talking about, I'm gonna kill you, this and that, on Double XL Cypher. Like, bro, come oh. on, stop it. You're like, you're doing the most. Like, it's the absolute the most. Um, I, I'm yeah, not gonna like, lie, the, the, the production on that one song, that Look At Me song, I, I kind of like it. I'm not gonna. I like that. The production, not the, the words, because I don't know what fuck on me means. I don't know what that means. Maybe I'm too old, but the production of that. I like I like that, I like the beat, but I don't, that's the only song of his that I know, and I don't even know how to say his name. So, eh, he's kind of out of here. Oh, we forgot one, Kodak Black. All right, you know what's crazy? I actually count myself like I I know a couple like I know one Kodak song all the way through, which is crazy. Um, yeah. I don't close on anything that nigga does, and that nigga's way too wild for even life. But mm-hmm. he has his own sound too, though. So like, I, I just enjoy, I, I admire people for their sounds, basically. Yeah, I kind of like him. I don't want to. I mean, no, I don't like him. I like his music, kind of, sort of, and it hurts I like me. His bars. I like his bars. Yeah, I was gonna say he actually has some good like lyrics, or whatever. But I can't. I just can't support him. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, you can't co-sign nothing he this nigga does like at I all. Yeah, I cannot. I cannot. It's just. It's all bad. It's all bad. But he, he like he would have had a chance, you know. But he blew it with that Florida shit. I'm telling you, like I don't know what's good with you know the water in the South, which I doing down there. But it's the mental is crazy. I don't know. But yeah, you did okay. You're three three hype rappers, or whatever. And I wanted to answer because I feel like social media is the one that pushes that that music up. Social media yes. and dancing. So, that's kind of what that is. So, yeah. Three number three rappers, man. Three hype rappers that I currently listen to? Yeah, that you like to, you know, that you like to listen to. Uh, uh, Cardi. Lately, Cardi. Cardi B? Nah, fuck no. <laughs> what do you no. mean? That's a small. That's the oh, that's my song. I still can't get over like I can't take her voice serious. I can't take her because she was like the remember when she do the shit like the Instagram videos. Like yeah, like yeah, yeah. she be like you suck your nigga dick, you know, da, 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 you know I mean, all this other shit. But, like, sometimes... I can't hear her rap. Like I can't take her voice serious. Like I just think of those videos all the time. That's um, a man. That's a lit ass song. Wow. Like I know all the words already. Wow, you're tragic. Um, oh, well, I like my favorite too, so. <laughs> no, uh, Cardi, Cardi for sure. Playboy Cardi for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I skipped over 21 Savage. I know the one song he got, but, like, I skipped over him. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't catch myself listening to Uzi a lot. I don't. Well, Future, I was on for a little bit, but I don't find myself listening to his shit like that no more either. Um, you can you consider Rocky shit now hype? Like you could consider that nigga what he doing hype. I can consider Rocky. I listen to a lot of Rocky. The only song of his now, like newer song that I know of, is um that Rafe song, and I kind it kind of is one of those hype songs. It's Rafe. Yeah, right. Whoa, shit! He said Rafe. I mean, yeah, I ride the Rafe. Rafe is a different kind of thing. But I don't know what the, I don't have enough money to know how to say these words, so it don't matter. <laughs> If I don't got the money to buy it, then I don't got to know how to say it. Facts, 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 facts. I'm going to let you rock on that. I'm going to let you rock on that. That's fine. I'm on poor beat. But like the ASAP mob shit he doing now is like more of that hype shit. Because so. he got Cardi and all the niggas on it. So. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, so we're going we to let that rock. Um, so probably Rocky, Cardi. Um, maybe just Migos, honestly. And then Migos wrap it up that third. Yup, yup. Mm-hmm. Offset ad libs is his own great thing. Quavo got some got some sauce to him though. I'm not even gonna lie. Boy, Quavo is Quavance. He got it. Don't call him that, please. I mean, do you even get on Twitter? Like, that's just his name. I don't even have a Twitter anymore. Well, that's his name. Follow me on my Instagram, forty seven cool. I mean, we was yeah. gonna wait to the end, but okay, since you oh, wanted to shout oh, it out we'll now, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that because I got AKAs and everything. We're gonna let that rock. Continue. Okay. Um, just my top three is Twenty One Savage and Ray Shremmer because I wasn't cheating. Ray Shremmer is two people, so there you go. That's it for me. Um. Okay, so pretty much what I did, I asked each of them for one, who's your favorite, like not so great rapper? You know, you enjoy their music, and they're not terrible, but they're not the best lyricists. And then I also asked for your top three hype rappers. Hype as in, they'll get you hype. You love to listen to, like, if you're at a club or at a party, that's who you want to hear. But their music is not, like, their lyrics are kind of bad. Um, So then, like, I kind of put them all together because I realized as I was editing, it's kind of the same thing. I pretty much asked them for two separate lists of the same thing. So, you know, sorry, y'all. Um, But so I'm going to tell you mine. My favorite not-so-great rapper... um is somebody who's really old and like doesn't rap anymore and you probably don't know who he is um but special ed um he's one of the people who like i listened to when i first first really got into like older music older hip-hop and stuff like that my father like would play um i got it made sometimes like in the little you know cd mixes that he that he had and then so for that and children's story by slick rick is the two songs you know the two first songs i learned the words blah, blah, blah. um so then I just got more into it because, you know, storytelling. I loved how pretty much all of his songs was, like, unique and, like, storytelling. And there was weird stories, but there were stories nonetheless, you know. And then for my three favorite rappers, or, no, my three favorite um, hype rappers. And I say hype because I didn't want to say mumble rappers because that's just kind of disrespectful. Um, I chose 21 Savage and Ray Shremmer. Because, I mean, who, honestly, 2017, if you're not messing with 21 Savage right now, then you need to just stay home. That's it. And then Ray Schremer, mainly, obviously, Sway Lee, they're just killing it right now. You know, these are like 
current as of right now type of list you know so there's that one so I don't know if you noticed but I also um we were talking about XXX temptations you know that guy um I I said how I liked that song well, I, I like the production to the song look at me that's what it's called yeah damn I like look at me um and so now we're gonna talk about production a little bit we're gonna go with say cool so we can explain some talk about stuff because I don't know that much about producers and production right now but I like it so hold on you even have like MF Doom, like people forever don't give the credit MF Doom needs. Like, so Mad Lib as a producer, you got Dilla as a producer, you got Slum Village as a group, you got Dungeon Family as a like, not even rappers, there's just so many producers that are iconic to the to the to the whole grand scheme of things. Um, wow, I can go on a tangent about like Doom and Dilla and Mad Lib and just mad villainy as a creative project in itself is just totally slept on and it's unfortunate like i didn't learn about mf doom until niggas was on the tumblr shit and that was like a while back probably like 16 17 like that kind of time period so it's just it's just so much happened there like it just blew up at all kinds of levels and it's really hard to encapsulate though. I feel like I'm skipping out on so many people as we're talking about it. Well, I'm kind of glad you brought that up because I was, like I had wrote down, like, I'm thinking like producer, producing is like a big part of hip hop too, but I personally, I don't know that much about producing and producers. So I can't make my own list of like my favorite producers because all I would have cause, and all I really know of is like um, Eric B. And I mean, I can give it up to Stevie J, you know? But I don't really have, like, I don't know much about certain producers, so I couldn't give that aspect. But if you know, and if you want to talk about, you know, some of your favorite producers or some, like, the most kind of influential producers that you know of, that would be nice. Um, I don't think I could dive too deep into the to the influential part, because I think that part of it's really opinionated, and there's so many I feel like I would skip on on, mm. on a lot of people. Um, I can definitely give you my personal, like, top five in terms of producers. Um, off the bat, um, Jay Dilla's a huge one. Mm. Um, Mad Lib as a producer, and these are just, like, for the era. Like, I have different producers I kind of listen to now, because I kind of listen to that transcend the song, so that's my current, but uh, back to the old, kind of like the original, like top five, it'd probably be Dilla, Madlib, um, like, like for me, I know Dre, like as a producer is so influential, but at the same time, like I don't, I wasn't a heavy West Coast head, so he's like not necessarily in my top five, mm -hmm. but doesn't take anything away from him, it's opinionated by me. Um, uh, oh, now I'm drawing a blank. Well, I need to just make it clear that who, I don't know who produced it, but whoever produced the Quiet Storm, you know, track or Quiet Storm remix, whatever, that got to be one of my favorite song, like, instrumentals ever. If I'm not mistaken, mm, let me not say that, then. I don't, I don't, I don't really know, but I feel like that was a, a thing, Prodigy and, and your boy came up with by themselves, but let me not say that, that's really, because I don't really know. There's a lot of producers that were just strictly underground and just... Yeah. had a name but like 
it wasn't known to like the mainstream and during that time period too. Yeah, well, whoever produced that, and then there's like this really old one in the seventies that I can't I can't even think of the name of, but I don't see I I don't know I'm get I'm just now getting into production because I'm just now realizing that a huge part of songs that I like is like has to do with the instrumental the beat whatever, so I'm just now getting there, but give me your favorite song. All time favorite song of the nineties, rap song. One song. I can't, I can't even do it. I can't even do it. That's okay. so difficult. You know, like that's it, like I can't do top all time favorite. I can never answer that question properly, honestly. Yeah, same. Like that's such a hard. <sighs> and even if I gave you an answer, like it seemed like a very generic answer either way. And that's okay, because generic is, is still, you know, a thing. It's still natural. It's still used. Well, I mean, like, like I can give you off the top of the head. Like, I know, I know, like, off the top of the head, there's a few songs that just I know front and backwards, like, every day of the week. Like, mm-hmm. like Cream is like, you know, Cream, front, back, and forth. Mm-hmm. Put your hands on my eyes, see, because Busta was one of my favorite rappers at the time. Um... Sheesh, like I'm, I'm leaving out so many different people. It's like, I mean, there's just a lot of, there's so many producers that just didn't even get any credit during this time period as well too. So it's kind of like, yeah, there's a lot of names being left out. But if I, if I could pick one song in the '90s, that I can't even do it honestly. That's I'm trying so hard, but I can't really do it. Um, High Tech is another one. Um, so High Tech did produce for um, Tyler Quality and. Um, most deaf when they were doing projects together and one of my favorite beats of all time is um the blast by Talib and high tech produced that beat and that's probably one of my favorite like I can tell you that's one of my favorite beats of all time um he's a great producer and he he didn't get enough credit um I don't think producers period get enough credit of like in general yeah yeah. they kind of stick to the the back there's like only one right now and that's metro so yeah, but like can clearly identify the song. Yep, but my it's I could wrong. tell you my yeah okay, but I could tell you my the in my opinion the one that out of the people that I know of the worst producer to me, and that's DJ Mustard. I don't care. They all sound the same. Like you don't have to put mustard on the beat because I know who's on the beat by the song. Like it all sounds the same. But anyway. Oh yeah, so Havoc did produce. Um... Quite Storm. Uh, he produced Shook ones as well. Spiral the Fittest. All them hard tracks. Yeah. I could imagine. But, man, that shit was amazing. Like, I could listen to that to instrumental by itself. But then I do like when exactly. Lil' Kim come on and it just sounds right. Like, she just sounds right. On the track. Yes. So, as you can see... We were talking about, like I already said, I'm just repeating myself, whatever. Um, just talking about the not-so-great, favorite not-so-great rapper. And the three hype rappers that like you love to their music, but their lyrics is like subpar, maybe? You could say that way? Um, <coughs> excuse me. And excuse my voice, because now when I'm recording, now I have a sore throat. So, you know, all that goodness. Um... So, 
we're we're nearing the end of this episode, which means the end of this mini series, and I'm okay with that. I'm ready to get back to my regular topics and stuff like that, just because it's less editing. I hope y'all can hear that baby crying. Taylor, if you listen and get your kid. Anyway, um, so yeah, so next up, our final list. This is obviously a fucking podcast full of lists because, I mean, dang. Whatever, we'll do better next time. This last list, this baby is really, I'm really trying to record right now. And this baby is just screaming like, like it's crazy but um this last list like i said is is our honorable mentions um so we're gonna end off with that and i'm just i just want to say before i end off you know um make this like my ending my intro to my ending you know um aside from like me loving and being obsessed with hip-hop i did this because this is like our as in African Americans, like this is our culture. This is something that we created and it's like touched the whole entire world. Can't remember if I already said this stuff, but we gonna say it again because it needs to be stuck in your head. This is stuff that's been spread around the world. Like everybody, like hip hop is everywhere around this world. And like I said earlier, like the it goes from not just the music, but the way you talked, the way we dressed, the way we walked to the like the accessories that we use how we view things that all can come from hip-hop and it's people out here in fucking sweden and south korea and australia and you know canada um and they're all affected by hip-hop and that's all started as you know really from like a party in the basement started as a party and everybody thought there was going to be a little fad that was just going to like burn out but it didn't this is what happened and this is us this is african-americans this is our black people influencing the world like we i mean we did that with jazz as well like i mean black people period (laughs) created all the music um if you want to get technical we created rock and roll too like that ain't that ain't no news to me you know but this is something that has stuck and it's like the biggest genre right now the most popular genre right now is hip-hop and this is us this is our listen this is our gift to the world after being stolen from africa okay i'm being i'm just being extra right anyway and i hope you enjoyed this like i keep saying that but i really do hope that you enjoy this if you listen because in the last episode right now just got 15 plays i mean the first two uh they got about 90 so i'm okay with that it evens out we're straight i'm good with that probably because the last one was like really long people probably looked at it like girl i ain't finna listen to all this shit so whatever and i'm okay with that whatever i ain't getting paid for this i'm paying for it so you know whatever here's our honorable mentions <laughs> well, of course, we already mentioned this person already, but gotta mention Big Daddy King. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he, you know, Mr. Smooth Operator, I don't know about y'all, but Big Daddy King's one of my favorite old school rappers. Not my favorite, but he's up there. He's the reason why I got the high top right now. 
was like, I look at Cal, I was like, you know what, I want to do something different. But yeah, you should. A lot of these schools have the high top going on. Don't even yeah. know where it like originated or come from or was mixed with the nineties or eighties. Really aggravate me. But it's like, you know what? You should. You and should it's, learn. It's true. You should learn the story it's of how he got the high top too, because because he started. He used to have an afro. You should uh, find very trendy, story. but you know, so definitely Kane is in there. <laughs> definitely the Fugees. Like you haven't listened to the Fugees, not you definitely got to listen to the score. I'm telling you, that album is at least for me life changing. Like every time I listen to it again, you know, I I gotta just you know be in the right state and it puts me in the right mood, you know, right state of mind. And I also did an article on it on the Collegian by the way, the Daily Collegian. Oh, shout out to you. Put it, you know, shamelessly plugging myself, Johnny. I see. Go ahead. Do it. Do it. Then another group I wrote, I wrote about a tribe. You got to write a tribe called Oh, I mean, like, man. Which we did not mention this whole time. So oh, wow. Like, I am so trash. The tribe. I mean, like. Wait, pause. Yes, let's pause because I... Okay, so I just want to mention that I recorded um, these interviews separately and beforehand. That's why I'm editing them all together. Um, so I did um, record Scuba's interview first. So what you're about to hear is not even true because you definitely he did hear some facts about A Tribe Called Quest and we definitely did bring them up. So, you know, just listen but ignore. Because how did I not mention A Tribe Called Quest? Wow, who am I? Damn, I'm really slacking. Like, I am not good. <laughs> like, what? I had a whole fingernail fucking tribute to a tribe called Trust. Trust. I said tribute and trust. I'm. So it's about to be 11 o'clock at night. Again, I recorded this hella long ago. It ain't about to be 11 o'clock right now. Keep going. Shit, I can't think. But, bro... Q-Tit was one of the first rappers I ever even knew of. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, like... Oh, how did I... I'm sorry. Okay. No, I mean, yeah, no, we figured... We, 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 the Night Mar Marauders, I mean, like... You Bro, know, my <laughs> fingernails was... Remember when I... I don't know if you remember, but I got the little designs on my fingernails. That was, for, like, a tribute to the Low End Theory album. Ugh. How did I forget? I'm so trash. This list is kind of all over the place. Mm -hmm. I got more than five, but I don't know. I got a double check. Um, <laughs> with Khalifa back then, like pushing orange days. Before Black and Yellow? Yeah, before, way before Black and Yellow when he was just like, when he called himself the Prince of the City, well, as his like, nickname. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, when he was doing like, um, cushion orange juice type of music, like, when it was straight smoking music, like, that's when I love Wiz, like, a lot. Like, even Black and Yellow, I liked, but, like, Weed and Boys and stuff like that, I didn't really like as much. Yeah, it probably wasn't him. I mean, I don't know his, like, yep. before Black, I don't know anything about Wiz Khalifa yeah. for real, but I'm assuming it's different. Yeah, I like the old Wiz Khalifa. I definitely put him in my list. Like, I used to bump every single song that he had, every single song that he had, um, um, Big L, if mm. you want to talk stuff like that, he was one of my favorite rappers. 
from back then. And um, another one was really flat. The great, in my opinion, is Ace Hood. Oh, but I guess Hood. I've heard multiple oh, yeah. different situations about his musical career and finance situations due to DJ Khaled. Leonardo! Um, oh. Fabulous. I'll definitely put on there. Like, old Fabulous. Yeah, I was like, going to ask. Like, soul tapes and stuff. Because a lot of people are coming for him because, like, not his new songs are all, like, you know, Twitter references or whatever. Right. So I was going to ask, like, you mean, because I don't, I mean, I, I never really listen to Fabulous that much. So when people say, like, it's either pro-Fabulous or anti or whatever, because, like, of now I guess he's always getting his stuff from Twitter. And I'm just going to say right now, I, I can definitely go and just never hear his version of Wild Thoughts ever again. Like, it's, it's just so like it's a no it's just no let it go you should have left that alone him and a boogie i said i said earlier i like a boogie but that song is like wild thoughts for real you should have let that go nah you could have let that go nah i like that that version better low-key because what better i don't know i didn't even i don't even like the song itself because i feel like it he sampled the hell out of maria maria yeah. And then didn't really give it credit, and then people only got hip to the song because of that. And it's like kind of sad how he basically has to take the whole song and make it popular for people to appreciate the old the old song, even though it was way more. And I still, in my opinion, is way more lit than yeah. But I mean, wild. that's if you think, that's but that's not that's not really his song. fault, though. You know. Yes, yeah, you're true, you're right. It's not really his fault, but I just feel like, like uh, being owed to the song and like the history behind it. Yeah. And the fact that a minority song that was very popular and no one really appreciated or liked it or knows about it until now. Yeah, two people who are like dead now and were really good to me before they died mm. and before like they were overhyped because they were dead were, I'd say, Lil Snoop and... Speaker knockers, especially speaker knockers, because he's a producer and an artist at the same time, and he's really talented. Yeah, I, I don't really know anything about either one of them. Like the only song by speaker knockers I knew was that one song that went viral, like on Vine. So that's the only part of the song that I knew. I don't, and I didn't know anything about Lil Snoop at all. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't I get to get on that wave. I mean, I feel like he was a very lyrical and talented person, and he just in the wrong situations and he just didn't know how to get out the hood fast enough so yeah that happened to a lot of people um, they say the good ones that go first Absol gets a honorable mention um Jay Electronica for the every track he drops every five years or whatever I knew he was old I knew it Electronica is old as dick but like he'll drop a track he'll drop a track every five years he dropped a track right it'd be mm-hmm. fired the bars is fired he dropping just, he dropping more than just biblical knowledge. He dropping just factual history, and then he'll go into Egypt and go into hiding for five years, come back, drop another track, and then go back to Europe and do some crazy shit. See, I um, knew when I heard him on on Kendrick's Control, I knew that his name was familiar. Like I knew Jay Electronica. Like I was like, why does he? Like I know the name. Like I know this guy, but yes, yeah, so exactly. Was- like that's he's just so like he don't even he's not in the. He doesn't want to, like, make music as, like, a thing. It's just a side thing for this nigga now. So, like, he just does what he wants. Okay. Um, 
Um, uh, your boy sweatshirt. Earl the sweatshirt. Does he still rap? I, he still raps and content. I mean, like, yeah, he has a. a it's not. I wouldn't call it dark. Like, you have to understand his type of music to understand where he's coming from. But that nigga can out rap anybody I know for days. Like, I'm talking about his metaphors are so crazy. Like, it's just his type of music. You gotta have to like to. You have to have a, like a year to listen to it. Mm-hmm. But like. Like, Nas acknowledges nigga and was like, he's probably one of the greatest dancers I've ever heard. Like, Jeez. Jay-Z acknowledges Earl Sweatshirt. Like, you know, he everybody acknowledges nigga for, like, the crazy bars this man got. And definitely, I deny that logic comment from earlier. Earl Sweatshirt outraps any rapper. Um, except maybe Kendrick. Um, uh, Earl gives the honorable mention. Um, I think your boy Freddie Gibbs gives the honorable mention. That nigga slept on. His music slept on. Um, but he got bars. I enjoy I enjoy Freddie Gibbs, Freddie G. Um, uh, what happened to Dom Kennedy? Dom Kennedy still make music. It's just like his sound. A lot of people like you gotta have to fuck with it. You gotta either be from the West Coast to fuck with his sound, or like you just have to. His music is it's a hit or miss for some people or a lot of people. So like that's just what that is with his music. I still enjoy a lot of his music though. Um, and you know what? I might slide that fifth spot to Joy Badass, and because he's dropping Capital Steez's album finally after five years, solely because he's dropping his album. That's why you gave him that spot. I mean, Joy Badass is Joy Badass at the end of the day. Like, he's still got the bars for days. I mean, I didn't like his evolution for a little bit, but his last album was great. So. He gets on revenge for that and the fact that he's going to release Capital Steezus album. So that's a double co sign for that. Definitely. Okay, okay. Well yeah. my um honorable mentions are Jay Z because, you know boy, duh. And like he's one of the first rappers I ever knew because the only thing my parents had in common was their love for Jay Z. So I kinda like really grew up with that pre-black album because after that my mom stopped listening to him for some reason i don't know then we got cool modi because people don't understand who he is people probably don't even know who he is um i've heard the name i don't know too much i don't know one of my alter egos is named after cool modi but i won't share information alter egos wow who are you beyonce i i live a life i live a few lives i live a few lives um this next person is like another one of my like actually is another one of my alter egos and i don't know why but i like whenever you play dmx it, i i don't know what happens there's something else comes over me i just i'm a new person um and i'm gonna give the next one to Lokim because she's a storyteller as well and her like her lyrics you have to, her lyrics are lyrics you have to listen to because, you know, at first listen, you'll think, oh, she's just talking about sex or oh, she's just talking about her vagina. I don't know. But then you actually listen to it and she's actually talking about some actual shit. Like, if, like, um, in one of her songs, she's like, pretty much saying, while you going for your gun to try to sneak up and shoot me, I already got two guns. I got one in my lap. 
Which means I'm obligated. You like that hood nigga rap, don't you? That old 90s hood nigga rap. Like, I don't try to. I, <laughs> I'm a suburban girl. Um, But I mean, part of me is still in Harlem. And part of me is still in New Haven. So I have to. You listen to Cassidy? I feel like you still listen no. to niggas. Like- no, no, I don't. I can't lie and say I do. I did. I did. I can't lie and say I do anymore, though. Yeah. And no, I, was, I, I did. I did say earlier that like, um, because you know people have certain type of fans. So I was like, you're not a real Lloyd Banks fan if you ain't sold crack once. That's kind of <laughs> that's how life is. Thanks, because I can definitely say I'm not a. I, I mean, I definitely say I'm not a Lloyd fan. Lloyd Same. Banks. I mean, I definitely. He definitely got the bars. But yeah, I can't but, say I'm a huge fan of You know, I don't go listen to his songs. Um, yeah. And then my last honorable mention, because it's my show and I could cheat, The Locks. So all three of them. Damn, yeah, no, did that just prove your theory? Did you, damn, did you just read my life? Nah, I didn't. You just sat to the old hood nigga rap and then I got the most hood. Okay, whatever. Anyway. You like that? You like, like, I bet I guarantee you, like, when 50 Cent was popping, you was all for it. Like, all over it. I just like, I just like the yelling and the loud and then the bass and then, I like it. listen to Smack TV still. Listen to Battle Rapping Niggas? Battle Rap? I know you like that. Yeah, I'd be, but I'm more on Queen of the Ring. I ain't ain't really on URL. Queen of the Ring low-key getting boring though, but that's a whole nother story. Because they're not getting as rowdy as they used to. So. Yeah, they be yo, they be disrespect. Like I would have to fight somebody to disrespecting me like this uh, in front of all these people. They're like ah, we have to hook, bro. I'd be I so embarrassed, and then at the end they'd be best friends. Like nigga, huh? Not right. Like he's dead. Like he. Uh, I don't you just that. talked about her freaking dead aunt. Like anyway. Oh, so, by the way, two more honorable mentions. Um, Pusha T because his body so slept on, and Outcast for the culture. Wow. We made it. I made it through six hours of um, editing, audio editing. Um, well, way more hours than that, but six hours of audio. Okay, that's what I meant. Um, you made it if you listen to all. Dang, my voice just went all the way out. If you listen to all, what, four of these episodes, you made it. And I will be back next time with my regular episodes with um my topics and stuff like that but i hope that you learn something you learn i hope you learn, at least it's just one thing if you weren't learn just one thing then i'm i'm okay with that um so yeah that's it um i hope you enjoyed my top fives and their top fives and if you have anything to debate debacle or agree with Hit us up on our social media. That's going to be all in the description and everything. And they're going to say it at the end of this episode, you know. I would like to say thanks to SoundCloud again. Um, thanks to Adobe Audition. Actually, matter of fact, shout out to Sherrod for hooking me up with this finesse. Because Lord knows, yeah, I would not even, I wouldn't, there would be no podcast throughout this whole time. It's like summer months pretty much if it wasn't for Sherrod um because I would not have paid for nobody's Adobe audition or no creative cloud I'm not paying for it like it's a no 
But we'll be back in the studio soon with the real mic and the free audition and the free all that everything else. Except for SoundCloud, still paying $15 a month. So, matter of fact, if you fucks with me, you know what I'm saying? You want to help me out, cash at me some money, bro. It don't matter the amount. My cash tag is my name without the apostrophe. So, J-H-A-N-A-I. That's it. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to sniff all up in the audio. I'm just disrespectful. But, um, here's Scuba with some uh, wise thoughts. Not wild, but wise. But first, I'm going to let these fools tell y'all their social medias where y'all can follow them at. Do you got any Spotify, Spotify playlist that the world can listen to so we can be on? Put us on. Um, you know, I kind of say, uh, I, you know, I just got Apple Music. Like, I don't really fuck with hey. paid streaming services like that. Um, I got Apple Music too, so you can make a, a playlist on there too. Oh, so if I had to choose, oh, um, big one playlist on Apple Music, um, Soul Lection. So it's like, you know, like collection, but mm-hmm. it's Soul, S-O-U-L-E-C-T-I-O-N. So it's like a group, like, so Jerome Vandal's a DJ under Selection. That's how I, I figured out who they are. Mm-hmm. But their playlist, they have what's it called episodes. So, like, episodes, like, they have 300 episodes. What mm-hmm. they do is they encapsulate the new sound of, you know, that electronic kind of sound of hip-hop, the new electronic kind of house sound. They encapsulate all these new sounds, especially if you want to learn about different musics. And the playlist is these sounds, but they also include the sample. Like, so, that, for example, they'll have the sample for Otis, in the playlist, and they'll have Otis right after it, so you'll learn samples as well, which is oh, crazy. Like, like that. that's why I really enjoy I really the like, that idea. like my like like I little did I know Isaac Hayes probably Jay Z probably sampled like more than half of Isaac Hayes shit like all together like a lot of his tracks from Isaac Hayes, and basically I learned that through the playlist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, it's like Mary, it's real cool. Their playlist, I definitely recommend those. Mary J. Blige's first album, What's the Four One One, was pretty much all sampled by Marley Marl music, but you know. Not sample by, but exactly. sample. But so, like people don't never notice, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but they give you like, they give you that. They give you new sounds. They give you like an outcast that everybody can sing along to. Like the whole playlist is crazy. So I definitely recommend you check them out. Yes, oh, that's election. amazing. But I definitely meant a playlist that you put together. You know? Nah, I definitely don't even do that. Um, I just shuffle and I keep it pushing. Same, but I just listen to the radio. So, okay, my last, last question is, to you personally, it's, it's like hella cheesy, right? But I have to do it because who would else, who else would I be? What, like, if you could describe, like, one sentence, like, what exactly does hip-hop mean to you? Oh, yeah, this is a very cheesy yet hard question to Hey, answer. listen, I can listen to all types of podcasts, you know what I'm saying? I think hip, what hip-hop means to me it's just the it's just the name of what culture I express or what culture I identify with. Um, I think that's the best way I can answer that. I mean, I mean, of course, it, it plays a huge role in my life, but with, with like, oh, that's not a real fucking cheesy. Oh, fuck <laughs> just but, say right, it. Just say it. Just. Say but like, you know, like, I think. It's just like it's my culture. I would consider hip hop my culture. Like everything that mm-hmm. encapsulates hip hop is what I encapsulate in my culture. Um, I think that's just what it is. It's it's just what you know. How I express myself is how 
things are being expressed in the culture. And I think that's just really it, honestly. Um, it's just a part of me. And I mean, that's just the way I grew up, you know what I'm saying? So You are hip-hop. Roughly, I'm a piece, I'm a piece in it. I'm a, I'm a little, little piece to it, honestly. But yeah, I think that's the best way I can answer that question without sounding hella cheesy, you know what I'm saying? So, Sometimes yeah. you have to be cheesy, okay? We don't take no L's around here. No, no man, no oh man. Okay, well, um, just go ahead and leave us with your social medias and all your AKAs and any last words you want the people to know. Anything, this is your time. As long as you want. Ready, set, go. All right, so you know who this is. It's Mr. Sekou, you know, the Grandmaster Ku, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Common Sneeze. That was my old Twitter fan handle, long live that Twitter fan handle. Uh, Common Sneeze on the Snapchat as well. Um, Instagram, you can find me at 47Ku47THKOU. Um, yeah, that's me. I do what I do. This is how I be. Bar so hard. I stand by a tree. Oh, no, nah, I'm not into rapping. I definitely do production. I wish I shouldn't have did that. Uh, but yeah, um, eBay. If you're trying to holler at me, I got Mad Heat for sale. Um, your boy, Young Nike God. I got all the plugs. Uh, Supreme to suck my dick. Oh. Uh, and we mad spicy out here. Mad yeah. spicy. Wow. You been watching yeah. the Bodega Boys? Facts. Long live, yo. <laughs> Meryl and Deez got their own Nike shoes. The niggas is the goats. Yeah, I just seen that. I took a quiz online and it said I'm Meryl. I thought I was Deez's, but I mean, I guess. Nah, I'm definitely Deez's. Meryl's a little wild. Um, they said I was I was um, Meryl. No, but shout out to the Bodega High, the Bodega Boys. They just got their first cake, so shout out to y'all. Put me on your show when y'all ready. If y'all ever hear this. When y'all ready. Alright, I thought you had AKAs. That's those, you said your AKAs already? Yeah, my AKAs, you know, Grandmaster Pooh. Forty seven who, aka Comedy Low. Yeah. Do Grandmaster remind you of the KKK in any way? Because it's still due to me. I know. It just Nah, you know, now that you say that, nah, it's the Grandmaster Coup in the sense is I'm out here educating the youth on the Stilo. So I'm the Grandmaster. So like a level above, above Sensei is the Grandmaster. You know hmm. what I'm saying? So I'm out here. Pushing yeah, the culture, pushing the individuality. I'm teaching these youngins how to rock. You dig? Okay. My I'm own, the educator. My only AKAs is Jay Nori when I'm acting crazy and um, Greg Popovich when I feel like slapping somebody. So that's all I got. Greg Popovich. Wow. Popovich. Got to put some <laughs> emphasis on that B. Popovich. Wow, Greg Popovich. Wow, what an alias. That's crazy. Nah, uh, feel free to hit me up if you got any questions you want to conversate. I'm always cool. I'm open to new perspectives. So, yeah. Tell I like his... people. Y'all holla at me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. tell him his top five is trash and debate. Daddy Swanny. I mean, G Swanny. Oh, my God. S-M-U-N-E-Y. On literally everything. And it's not spelled with a H-M or H-O. I don't know if you pronouncing it wrong it's spelling it how they think it sounds so yeah I see your name spelled wrong on a flyer once I was like is it gonna change that I don't wanna say nothing but you know hey, I don't even mind but sometimes it's just like those people off so yeah and it's kind of it's common sense yeah but um can't be mad 
Okay, so look out for that new mix. I think it's my favorite one now. If you if you've been listening to the whole thing, shout out to you, man. Shout Honestly, you, this is long ass shit. But we I think I got a plan with this one. You need to go listen to these niggas artists and learn the history. Cause like I feel like the more you know, the more you know, you know, the more you appreciate it, you know what I'm saying, where it comes from and just better understanding of the culture. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like your opinion really matters more. You know, just this is my closing statement. Just like, you know, just if anything, like John I said earlier, like we, we, we should learn more of this history. You know what I'm saying? Like we especially the people who think they're hip hop heads, you know what I'm saying? Just like gotta learn the history, learn where it comes from, you know, it's important. Because it's like even even sometimes people use it against you. Like even with like um little Uzi and a romper or whatever, like, yeah, you know. I mean, like, it, I wouldn't wear it. It's not my style, but back in the 70s, and you know, you talk about Melly Bell. And, and yeah, it was really talk, crazy talk people how they, what they were rocking. You know? Africa Bambada. You know, tell them what they were rocking, but that was at a time where Prince and everything, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, times have changed and whatever. So I just feel like it's very important that people learn the history and know where things come from. And then yes. hip-hop will get better, and people will like, you know, hip-hop culture would get better. People in general, you know, would be more understanding and, you know, just important that, you know, we learn our hip-hop history. What does hip-hop mean to you, person, as a human, as yourself? What does it mean to you, hip-hop in general? Um, For me, hip-hop is just a part of my culture, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's also a part of American culture and it doesn't belong to, you know, one single group of people, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Even though I know, like, some people, you know, it's otherwise, but I feel like hip-hop, as big as it now, it's, it's, it's American culture. And, uh, um, it just, for me, it just means a lot. It's just, you know, it shows, like, the struggle that really goes on in my neighborhood and the good times you have and, like, the down times and, like, relatability and, like, it's an outlet to show, you know, people who don't, you know, see, like, understand my perspective or don't know about my perspective. It's a way they can learn, you know, it's a tool, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just, it's just, like, something that always be a part of me that I always will be grateful for, you know? And that, like, shapes, that it's continually will always shape my views on things and, like, how I see the world. So, like, that's what hip-hop means to me. You know, hip-hop, you know, essentially, it's how I view the world. It's my world, you know what I'm saying? Like, it shapes what I see in the world and, like, you know, my opinions. For the one on here, that Instagram, Scoop Steve 2019, that's the Instagram follow that. For all the updates, especially if you're going to school in Western Mass, I'm trying to do something fucking with it, but we'll see. And um, I don't have Twitter yet. I don't have a public Twitter yet, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that started so I can start doing that following up. And yeah, that's my little social media side outs. Peace, not rock and peace. Rap the peace. Peace, 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 peace. <laughs>
Southside, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job. Had second hands. Moms bounced on old men. So then we moved to Shallon Land. A young youth, you're rocking the gold tooth. Low goose, only way I begin to G York was drug loot. And let's start it like this, son. Rolling with this one and that one. Pulling out gats for fun. But it was just a dream for the team who was a fiend.